You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming brought to you by itswhereiam.com. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Morning, Las Vegas. This is Zandra Pollard. It's where I am. I am back with my loquacious long-term friend, Paula J. Parker is back. We are continuing the conversation about Hollywood, relationships, and uh, Paula, thank you for coming back onto the show. We want to continue some of the stuff you were talking about last week, which is Hollywood, but you didn't get a chance to mention what you're working on currently. So, oh yes, tell the us proud about family. it. That's right, the proud I'm family. So thankful. Family, proud family. I am so thankful. Uh, like God, He's so good. Like I, I was just like, uh, and mm-hmm. then out of nowhere, reboot, and and it, I mean, literally out of nowhere reboot yes and, and and then you know we did a friend a shout out to friends and my birthday brother matthew perry who recently passed away oh um okay i'm sorry yes. i didn't know that so our cast took a cue from them and we stuck together mm-hmm. and they fought to really get us money and it's like the most i've ever been paid to do something and nice. i'm just so thankful because when you when they tell you wait on God, He's got you, and it will be beyond what you could have ever imagined mm-hmm. or thought. It's the truth. Like, and that goes with relationships as well. I think the last thing you said is be patient. You know, mm-hmm. and I agree because I didn't get married till I think I was thirty five, and I had my my son at thirty nine. So yes, I was truly patient and i did kiss a few frogs so that that just goes in every area of your life right so you guys are now in your third season the show is on disney and you play disney plus and you play the mother and her name is is it trudy proud trudy trudy that's it trudy trudy proud yeah so if you recognize the voice it's because it's Judy Proud, Paula J. Parker. True Yes, here with us on 91.5 Jazz and More on the show, It's Where I Am with Zandra Pollard. If you've missed last week's episode, please know that you can find it on your favorite podcast platform. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon podcast. Just type in It's Where I Am with Zandra, Z-A-N-D-R-A. The show will pop up and you can hear um, all my shows here that have been on 91.5. So Paula, 
continuing yes. on, you got the Proud Family, you're in the third season. Then I want to say, you know, often I'm watching television, I'll find a good movie, and then all of a sudden you pop on the screen. Like, I never know. <laughs> Just all of a sudden, there you are. So I wanted to give you uh, your flowers for the last thing that I saw, which was the um, Ava DuVernay. Did I say the name right? Film yes. about Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That was uh, that was on. Uh, I don't remember what station was on, but it was a, it was a great uh, mm-hmm. little film by her. And you played an aunt. Were no, you maybe aunt? Netflix. Was it Netflix? Netflix? Okay. Yeah. And you played an aunt, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really awesome. Thank you. I was really, really, I was really, really proud of that one. Like, just the fact that those two people reached out to me. Like, I look at both of them as being activists mm-hmm. for our our generation, our world, Yes, you know, he started a movement of, you know, taking a knee to let people know it's not okay. Right. You know, he started that. That's right. He lost his job because of that movement. Mm -hmm. And baby boy settled for something that we'll never know, but he sure is putting it back into the industry. And didn't know actress have to open up her legs for him to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all gonna get y'all's money back. We all have egos that want to tell our stories. We all have a story to tell. That's right. If anyone gets a big chunk of change, come holler at me. I will tell your story for a pretty little penny. Right. And you will get a pretty little penny in return. And the good thing about the movie industry is uh-huh. it's residual money. Mm-hmm. So that means you'll get money for the rest of your life based on how successful the film does. Now, so what like about saying, the industry right now? What's going on with the Hollywood strike? The what is strike, going on with the actors? Oh God. There's nothing going on. It's painful. Yes, and it is. I really feel stupid because Young and the Restless is like my favorite of ever all time. And they know it. So they like consistently been trying to find some place for me. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it wasn't working. Like, we couldn't come to money terms mm-hmm. because, shoot, my baby Kyla Pratt, I'm trying to tell you, that child, she's been taught me a thing or two. Mm-hmm. You know the child been in the industry since she was eight years old. Right. So even though, you know, she was, it's younger than me, like my child, she is like more, you know, as far as the business and that's because of her mom. And so, you know, but the point is, soap operas are not on strike. And I'm so, I should have been, you know, but but at some point you have to say no. And Mm -hmm. I think that is what Kyla taught me. So, yes, we actors follow the writers. They're back Mm -hmm. working. And now we're waiting for a, a great deal, right. you know, a deal. And, and it's not fair of because, of, you know, my understanding from I had uh, Marshall Todd on the show, who is an executive producer in Hollywood. And he was explaining to us here on the show that Netflix and Hulu and all of these other type of, um, you know, what are they called? Networks 
They mm-hmm. don't let you guys know how the shows are going and they'll just cancel them, you know, at their whim or leisure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is so. And then cool. also and like the residual. I'm sorry. The, also the wait, Paula, let me say this. Also the residual mm-hmm. income. Right. So as mm-hmm. you're speaking of res- residual income from television stations like CBS, NBC, when you're mm-hmm. in these other entities, it's like, isn't it just like a flat fee? Hello. Okay. And that's a problem. Yeah, that that's would be a problem. problem. Yeah. And like your friend was saying, they get us because we don't sign those, those, the, the proper paperwork. Mm-hmm. Like friends, I was going to say, it was in the, I read in the paper that Matthew Perry was bringing in $2 million a year in residuals because they allowed the show to go the extreme so that they could have, it could go into syndication. That's what it's called, syndication. Okay. So you have to reach your seven years to get syndication. Mm-hmm. And when you get syndication, they have to give you a big bump. So a lot mm-hmm. of shows or networks will cancel you right before oh, okay. you reach syndication. Syndication gives you a big bump. And that's what your friend is talking about. Okay. You had no say in whether or not you were going to get canceled because of a whim because they don't want you to go to seven. They'll cut you off at the six, mm-hmm. you know, or they'll let you go exactly the number it takes <laughs> to go into syndication and then no more. Uh-huh. And that's usually, that's the seven year mark. And that's usually what they do to most shows at the seven year mark. They stop, but not like shows like supernatural and friends and shows that go and you know, soap operas, mm-hmm. shows that go on and on and on mm-hmm. and are also in syndication. Mm-hmm. But see, they don't do that with our shows, um, minority, you know, shows. Yes. Well, except Seinfeld. Well, I, and I don't know if he hit the seven, but he's so smart. He was able to negotiate deals that, you know, he made more than anybody's ever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So having that knowledge and having those relationships right. was where they'll give you that knowledge because it's your friends. Right. You know, they're going to break you off like that. We're not their friends. They don't give a hootly scoop if <laughs> I'm able to pay my rent. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, whatever. And, and, it, and that's the sad thing about humanity. Mm-hmm. We do that even in relationships. If you have a, I, I know a friend of mine had a prenup that said if she went a certain amount of years, she gets a bump. That man divorced her right the day before the, the bump. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, what? Wow. What? Like, are you, are you friggin' Warner? So, Warner, who are you? So with like, all this being, we becoming? with all this being said, you know, it brings me back to Monique. You know, there were people on social media saying like, you know, she should have just taken that little bit of change. They were offering her really. Uh, no, and exactly. For all of but us. Exactly. But I'm saying she did it before she was ahead of her time because she was fighting for yes. something that now Hollywood is fighting for. Yes. Yeah. Because. We're so she- now does she get grace? 
I Monique. always gave her a great. I'm okay. her biggest fan. Okay. And I've always been vocal about that. Um, people used to come up to me and be like, you need to be on the Parkers. I don't know why, but if I tell you more than one, two, three, four, I mean, people would tell me that all mm. the time. Well, you I were on the Wayans know, Brothers. That was that was good. You were on the Wayans Brothers now. Come on. Yes. And but I don't know what it is about her energy that mm-hmm. I think people see us and I see her and I know she sees me. And, you know, it's always been love. And I am an activist. Mm-hmm. So I never I even cheered for her and her husband mm-hmm. because she married someone not in the game. And I don't think she ever really addressed that as being one of the reasons why, but it also was, you know, and the fact that her husband is intelligent Mm -hmm. and, you know, wasn't going for, you know, it's hard. I can't, you know, and, and we, we forgive them because we did this, this reality show and they got my man, like they got him because it's so tempting And you, it's hard to say no. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it ain't hard for me because I've been saying no all my life because I've never, I've never been, because I, I grew up with money for all intents and purposes. I, Mm -hmm. you know, my mom, her husband, not husband, all my friends, (laughs) come on. Hi, Miss Claudia. I love you. So, Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I'm, that is, it didn't impress me when she was doing it. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it doesn't, it, I, I'm just not that person. Right. So I'm like a unicorn. It's so out here because everyone else is, and it's not because they want to be, it's because you have to be to make a film mm-hmm. for Spike Lee to make a film. He's going to have to get people to give him a million dollars. And that's just a film. At this point in his career, because he's independent, he needs about to make the movie he probably really wants to make a hundred million. Right. But I have never seen anyone give him a hundred million. How's he gonna get it? Girl, how did that reminds me of uh the story you were telling me about you were doing a Spike Lee film. Was it Get on the A Million Man March or something? What was it? Yeah, get on the bus. You were get right. on the bus. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Get on the bus. What was that like working with Spike Lee? Amazing. Okay. Because he's brilliant. Yes. You know, I like the mind, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I'm able to be friends with guys because I don't think like your average chick because I had to kind of like when my dad died, I kind of like I had to be there for my mom. Mm-hmm. I had to have a, some sense because she fell apart. Mm-hmm. So you know, talking to him is like, I don't know what I imagine talking to Einstein would be like to a scientist. Oh, wow. If you ever get to take a class of his, I would truly recommend it. He's cool. He's brilliant. He's, you know, he's just a cool dude. And he's not on that BS. And And then what about, I want to ask you about one more person. And that is Robert Townsend. So you started out with Robert Townsend. Not on that BS. Mm, that oh, I'm sorry. I had the biggest <clears throat> crush on man. Wait, on what you man? Know, because I, I think we had a little uh, technical. Townsend. Robert Townsend, yes. Oh, yes. Robert Townsend. Mm-hmm. I had the biggest crush on Robert Townsend. And 
it was beautiful because he knew and always said I reminded him of his daughter. I was only like 20 and it wasn't a sexual crush. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that. It was like Robert Townsend, you know? (laughs) Yes. Well, he's he's a big deal. He he called me, Mm -hmm. he compared me to his daughter. Right. Like any other guy would have been knowing. Let me see your boobs. Let me see your butt. Yes. You Mm know, not him. Right. Never. And not only is it because he's happy in his marriage, but it's because he's a good cat. Like, I was so young and impressionable. Like, he could have done anything. He didn't misuse his power. No. Or his influence. My first first mentor. Mm -hmm. And he raised me. It's like being loved. So, you know, not to take no stuff from no one else because you've been loved before. Right. So yes. you he set the bar. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So I've been loved by my boss. Mm-hmm. So if you're not coming with love, I'm not I'm not I'm not going there with you. Mm-hmm. So he set the bar and now all my bosses, I love them all because you have to let people know how you will and will not allow yourself to be treated yes and you know sometimes people fall into a habit of treating people how most people allow them to that's right and you don't allow it they they love you for it Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. most of my bosses are older gentlemen and they don't you know they don't go there because they know better you know they're not going to go there and and that's what i love about robert townsend is because he taught me how to respect myself and how to be respected by my bosses, by men in power. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, and I wonder- you know that you were there. You saw it firsthand. No, I never met Robert Townsend. You no. didn't come to, to the Townsend television? Nope. Nope. You came to, to uh, and the boys. I, uh, I, I was with you. Uh, for movies like Friday, movies like okay. Tales from the Hood, Anita King. Um, one of the one of my one of my all time favorites is you and Tisha Campbell in Sprung. Oh, that is one of my all time favorites, and it's like you guys kind of look alike. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. And people don't understand when I say I really got into the game because I look like Tisha Mm -hmm. and you know I I'm going to tell this story on my show as well but I mistakenly said I reached out to Gabrielle and women like Gabrielle all over the you know the world literally you know that want to be actors or people that I've seen their work and I said because no one did it for me but I you know there's so many women I need to give you included the like you came through for me all the time and still do but like when i first met tisha and tashina it was on the robert townsend set okay and tisha and tashina came on the set and i was standing there and i looked up and it was tisha and tashina you guys know i'm from cleveland if you don't know now you do Mm -hmm. honey i am a fan i i thought i was gonna faint and Mm -hmm. they came up and tisha said "Mm." So you the chick supposed to be looking like me. Huh? Oh. And then, 
and then Tashina like uh, walked around to the back of me, and they kind of like was circling me, <laughs> and they was like, and Tashina was like, I don't think she looked like you, T. What you think? And then they both just start cracking up, you know, and I was about to like, oh my god. Oh my God, my favorite people in the whole wide world are about to beat me up. It's okay. I can take it. I can take it. Give it to me, ladies. I'm ready. And they just start cracking up and embraced me. And they looked out for me like, mm-hmm. like for real. Like, you know, and those are just two of the women who have, I mean, come, I, I can't even express how much love I have for those two ladies and how much love they have given me over the years. So, you know, my flowers go out to Tashina and Tisha. They are incredible, incredible human beings. So before um, you go, there's a couple of things I do want to ask you. I want to ask you about what made you decide to do reality television? One. And then two, how difficult, because I know there had to be some difficulty with putting your life out there for other people to judge. So why'd you do it and how difficult has it been since you've done it? I needed the money. Okay. I mean, I was, you guys saw Number one, it's simple. I needed money. Okay. I, I was, I was, I had lost, you know, my, my condo in 2008 and, you know, I didn't file bankruptcy because I didn't want to. And, so I was going through a slump and I was teaching and they I they had this audition and I went and and he fell in love with me. Um, he being Carlos King, the great Carlos King, the great. Mm-hmm. And and he basically built this show around me and my relationship with the different women in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. I just. I just did a whole therapy. Like the audition was, I just had therapy with him. And I just, I was at my lowest and I was just crying. And, you know, he just, he, he did the damn thing. And, you know, the thing about it was reality TV was still kind of new. So no one knew that it was manufactured, Mm -hmm. including me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like until recently I saw Carlos interview um, the great Mimi Leaks, where she gave me a lot of tea, you know, that I still, and this was just recently, and I was on that show like years ago, mm-hmm. like wonderful, like 10 years ago, and they're still running it like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there it's, it's like the WWE. It's, it's real like that. The fights are real like that. It's, it's, there's someone supposed to be the heel, then someone is supposed to be the 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 pretty face or the pretty boy or whatever that is. You, mm-hmm. you, if you know wrestling, you know what I'm what I'm trying to talk about. And you know, I think I I played kayfabe because I broke the the wall, and I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, y'all ain't gonna try to act like I didn't write what I wrote because I take my work very seriously. Mm-hmm. That is who I am. We're not gonna do that. We're wait, not gonna, wait. We're not now I'm getting lost though, but I'm getting lost. So you're saying that it wasn't real because when I was looking at it, and I know you mm-hmm. very well, I was like, no, mm, like I think I that's true. Uh uh-uh. uh, I never knew Lisa Wu. I you know, and people were like. You're so mean. She threw you. I don't know her. She didn't throw me anything. They paid for that. They made her do that. 
she didn't do those things because she wanted to. She did those things because it was part of the script. Oh. And why they all start calling me a liar is because I refused to cut them out. Each one came to me and wanted to cut the other out. Okay. So I refused. And so then the storyline became each one like got an improv. Like they'll give you an improv thing. Like Lisa's was no matter what she says, you call her a liar. Like, and you know, I didn't get any of these memos. Okay. And like then their objective because, you know, my hairdresser is she's transgender. So she felt like when she come over, my husband didn't like that she was transgender. My husband wasn't thinking about her. (laughs) (laughs) So he gave them the storyline to have the transgender young lady come on and be and try to eat my husband's sausage. And, (sighs) you know, to me, I was always like, is there is Adam Kushner? about to come his butt out here is th- am i being pranked like am i being punked really yeah like when they started saying that they wrote the script and that storyline happened that's when i had to just shut it down right. like you know i you know i've been you writing have to protect like, your family yeah i have i have to protect what it may never ever be seen on screen and that will just be the world's loss Hey, what can I say? I can't make them. Hey, make like my Dave movies. Chappelle in the dress, yeah. You know, you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. hey, it is what it is. And and if they if they go with me, I've written enough of them. Maybe my my ancestors will make movies. You never know God's plan, so I don't stress it. Mm-hmm. If blue, if you don't want it, that's on you. <laughs> Your law. So you know that's my how I was. I went into the situation and they would, and I wasn't, see, Lisa Wu is a veteran um, reality show actress. She was on the number one reality show right. when it was the number one reality show. Right. She knows how to play the game. So she do the whole, I'm going to beat your butt, jump up and go cuckoo and run off the stage. And <laughs> that's, and they'll be on the other side, like smiling, waving at me, like, <laughs> And I'm and I'm sitting there with egg on my face, looking like Boo Boo the Fool. Like, right. don't be over there. I'm just playing, and you got the world thinking I'm a liar and a terrible like friend and a terrible businesswoman. And it's genuinely cost me business. Right. It genuinely has cost me opportunities. But it's not. I'm not a litigious person, and I'm especially not a litigious person. When the woman I'd be suing owns Jesus, I'm just playing. She don't own Jesus, Jesus, but she thinks she does. So <laughs> I'm gonna be that piece of lady that I I have so much admiration for, and I know she has love for me too. And in her way, I know she is showing it. But I just need the money, <laughs> and this is what we're fighting for. You know, it's not fair that I got broken off and I didn't even get broken off with Nene and them get broken off. I just got a cute little something. Oh, girl, know? but they totally they put did. you out there. But, honey, it wasn't worth the, you know, and yes. and in retrospect, if we had taken the deal, we, my husband and I would be in the game. Right. And that's what she tried to offer us. 
And I really wish she had reached out and just like a mentor, like, you know, and just because we have a lot of mutual friends. And I, I think that a lot of the mutual friends just, are confused about who I am as well. So <laughs> I'm like, it really did a number on my my reputation. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get you. And then I realized that that was their ambition. You know, America's favorite Hoochie Mama, then they went and came after Tootie. Oh, I love favorite, that. You know, now they're coming after my baby Kyla and her mm-hmm. husband mm-hmm. on um, uh, that ink show. You know, so that is what reality feeds off of. It feeds <laughs> off of making, you know, established people who have worked their butts off to get where they are. And they just couldn't get in, maybe. So now they just want to show us that we're dum-dums or just make <laughs> us look crazy. Still, it's not it's, real. That's the yeah. name of it. It's, right. it's not reality. It's just, it's just, it's scripted. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, right. it's like you got to take the bitter with the sweet. Life is duality. Paula J. Parker, special guest on the I show today. Guys. Thank you for coming on. You know, I'm here every Thank week, you, every Saturday, 7.30 a.m. It's where I am. And we'll you talk to, to you soon. You need to do this for a living. Me I, and you. <laughs> hey, I love you, girl. I'll be on your I show soon. You I'll make sure I mention it. All right, y'all. Okay, See you next time. Bye. Bye.